Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? (laughs) Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number three, season eight. It's your man, Edub. Welcome into the Hawks Beat Podcast. Come on in, relax your feet, take your shoes off. We're going to talk a little Hawks basketball tonight, man. Preseason basketball in Memphis. Yes, Hawks take uh, their their circus on the road and uh, taking on the Memphis Grizzlies in preseason basketball tonight. And uh, I tell you what, man, they got a W tonight, man. Not you know, not that we really worry about the the wins and the losses in preseason, but nevertheless. It was good for uh, the Hawks to get a win tonight, man. So uh, we're going to talk about the game in depth. Uh, well, not too in depth. About as in depth as we going to get for a preseason game. I'm, I'm <laughs> listen, listen. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about the game, but I'm not going to analyze this thing to death, right? We're just not going to do that. Now, I'm not doing a preseason game, but there were some things to look for. There were some things to look at, and. Um, we're going to examine those. And so we'll get to that definitely in the second segment in our ball. Don't lie segment. And, uh, third segment, we're going to, uh, of course, um, hear a little bit from the coaches. Well, not really hear from, I don't have any audio, but we're going to hear what some of the, uh, the coaches and, and players had to say after the game, uh, the Hawks get W 91 to 87 over, um, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, bringing their, <clears throat> preseason uh, win total to one and two and one more preseason. And then we're playing with live bullets guys. I know. I know. Listen, uh, <laughs> I'm ready for the preseason to be over. I'm ready for opening night. I'm ready to get this thing popping. And uh, yeah, man, I'm ready to get a popping. I'm ready to get a popping. But um, first things first, man, tonight, uh, a lot of Hawks out tonight. Uh, Trey was out. DeLon Wright, DeAndre Hunter, Akongu was out, of course, and Capella was out. Now, a little bit more in depth as why these guys were out, of course. Trey has the, uh, they're calling it a white quad contusion. Um, DeLon, he turned his ankle in the last game, so of course they were going to be resting him. I actually thought 
um, Sharif was going to get the start, might get the start, but uh, he elected to go with Kevin Herter. We'll talk about that, uh, what I thought uh, he looked like at the point tonight. Um, but Delon is, is nursing the left ankle soreness. Herter, I mean, Hunter, um, of course, he had the right knee injury. They had a right knee injury management <laughs> as far as uh, he is concerned, as far as, uh, yeah. Um, Okongu, of course, he's still rehabbing. Capella's still, you know, nursing the, the left Achilles thing with the management. So they're being very cautious with him. Um, back to Hunter, Coach McMillan said on Friday uh, when he met with the media, he said that Hunter, uh, Hunter was, he's going to be questionable because um, there was some swelling, uh, I think. or He just said swelling or soreness. Either way uh, was enough for them to keep him out the preseason game tonight, and I was cool with that. So, um, on the Memphis side, they rested their guys, too. No Jaron Jackson, no Ja Morant. So, um, <clears throat> I was just the battle of the second strings. <laughs> guys trying to make rosters, and, and, it, and it was evident. <laughs> it was evident if you watched any portion of this game. You knew that you were watching a preseason game. And I'm going to tell you what, man. Uh all things considered, when you talk about the live bullets, when you talk about uh, this, the, the way these two teams have matched up during the regular season, when they are full strength, Memphis has gotten the best of them, man. They've won the last three out of four when John and, and Trey have gone head to head. And Memphis, <clears throat> excuse me, Memphis is a very tough, uh, very tough physical team. They've always been that way. I don't know. It's something about those Memphis those Memphis squads, even back to uh, Zebo and Gasol and, and Tony Allen. They've always been a tough, gritty team. And even though those guys are not there, they still have that same identity. Uh, Memphis is a team that likes to play very fast. As you saw tonight, they were, <laughs> they were not shy about getting them shots up. <laughs> they were not shy about getting those threes up, man. They was they was yoking them threes tonight, brother. And it was interesting because um you know, it's just it's just interesting to see the style with which a team plays and I always find that very interesting. So um hey Nevertheless, Hawks get that dub tonight, and, and it was good to see the guys get a win tonight. So, even though it is preseason, that was good. Um, housekeeping. almost forgot our housekeeping. Um, again, Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number, th- what are we at, number two or number three? Oh, man, I hate when I do this. Sometimes, <laughs> listen, sometimes uh, I'll do a podcast, and I'll tell you this, full disclosure, full disclosure, last year I did a podcast, and I kept saying it was the wrong podcast, the whole podcast. And uh, I, I finished it, and I was so mad because I'm a perfectionist. But uh, nevertheless, this is, you're listening to, to episode three of season eight, uh, the Hawks and Grizz breakdown. And uh, we're going to get into the game. But first, uh, let's get rid of some of our housekeeping. And, of course, that all begins with our social media uh, contact. So we would love for you, we would love to connect with us on our social media, uh, on Twitter and Instagram is at Hawks Beat. Follow us there. Tweet us there. Uh, we're very active on our Twitter. Um, our Instagram, we're more we're more so ready. Like We more so do Instagram stuff during home games, just kind of give you the sights and feels. Uh, Facebook, you know, we're kind of we're kind of on there as well. But what but Instagram is the vehicle that really pushes a lot of the stuff that we do. So make sure. If you're on Instagram, Facebook, um, any of those avenues, connect with us. 
over there. We will greatly appreciate it. Also, a big part of what we do is uh, do, of course, a podcast. So um, we would love, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating on the podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts and just check the five stars. Boop, boop. Tell us what you liked about the podcast, what you didn't like. Just make sure you give us the five stars. We greatly appreciate that. <laughs> hey, 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 I don't like the way E-Dub talks. He, he's a menace. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Just make sure you leave your boy five stars, and then we, we'll call it even. We'll call it even. <laughs> but, yeah, man, all that stuff really helps us out. Anytime you see us um, sending out the links to the podcast, if you could retweet those whenever you're able to pop, whenever you're able to do those, those help us out as well. Give the podcast to all of your followers and then their followers and then. It just helps us grow the pod. So we're going to take a quick little break. And then on the other half, we're going to come back. We're going to dive into this uh, third preseason game that the Hawks had with the Memphis Grizzlies. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number three of season eight. It's your man's E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's E-Dub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes, to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean so head over to manscaped.com use our promo code hawksbeat for 20 percent off your entire order and free shipping once again that promo code is hawksbeat for 20 percent off and free shipping she'll be glad you did Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode number three, the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. Um, breaking down some more preseason basketball, man. Hawks took on the Grizzlies tonight in Memphis. And, uh, yeah, man, I guess it was the battle of the backups. <laughs> Nevertheless, man, let's jump into it, man. Let's jump into it. Um, Hawks started the game with Kevin Herter, Bogey, Solomon Hill, John Collins, and Dang at, uh, is it, I think it's Jang. I think it's Jang. I think I'm pronouncing the name wrong. If I am, forgive me. Um, yeah, but those were the five, um, Nate started the, the, the game with and off the bat, you know, it was kind of interesting. I was really looking to see what Kevin Herter was going to look like at the point. And I really should have posed that question on Twitter because I really want to know y'all's perspective on what you guys thought about Kevin Herter playing point guard. I didn't really have a problem with it. I understand why he did it because Kevin, you know, Kevin can handle the ball. Kevin can play the point. Um, and all things considered, technically, if DeLon Wright is out, Kevin Herter is your, your next best guy at the point guard position. No disrespect to Sharif Cooper. I know everybody's high on Sharif Cooper, especially after the last two games. But Kevin Herter is still a better point guard right now. You know, Kevin Herter has NBA film. Kevin Herter has made NBA shots against NBA players. Um, yes, Sharif has done good in, in, you know, summer league, and he's had a good, 
you know, one good preseason game against the Cavs. And, uh, you know, we still got to keep things kind of in perspective. And a coach is always going to go with the vet over the young rookie. No disrespect to the rook. He's going to get his time. Promise you he's going to get his time. So let's not be such in a rush to rush him to get there. Let's let him learn some of the bumps and the bruises and, uh, you know, bring him along when he's ready. So um, I thought Kevin Herter was good. I thought he wasn't great. So here's my thing with Kevin Herter playing the point. I really like Kevin Herter as a shooter. Like, I really like him as a shooter. And I think that sometimes when he plays the point, that takes away some of his aggression. And, uh, yes, he can play make, and there's certain shots that you get, oh, okay, yeah, that was nice to Kevin. But it, it still, to me, takes away from some of his aggression. And I personally like to see him off the ball. If you can play him at the point in spaces and times, okay, yeah, that's cool. Like, I can dig it. Um, not the biggest fan of him starting the game playing the point guard position. Unless it's just maybe for a short period of time, because I think Kevin Herter is best. I think his best asset is when he's uh, playing off the ball, when he's shooting, hitting them open shots, uh, creating for others. But and I don't think he really gets into that mode when he's playing the point guard position. That's all I say. Um, As far as John Collins, it seemed like early on they made a, a a a. decision to kind of feature him and I was cool like I'm good with that and I've often said like yo John needs to step it up when Trey's not out there and I mean he was getting them shots up in that first quarter (laughs) you know he was three for eight but you know he was getting the shots up and I had no problem with that you know the first quarter was obviously bad basketball (laughs) <laughs> like we we not fin we not fin to go back and forth and say what it wasn't it wasn't good basketball it was preseason basketball not even at its best <laughs> Hawks shot forty three percent which isn't bad but uh, they had a lot of turnovers man turned the ball over six times and the Grizzlies my gosh they was just yoking threes like they were the Golden State Warriors my goodness um, they put up fifteen threes in that first quarter <laughs> and they only hit two of them. <laughs> so after one you had a score that was 21 to 22 in favor of the Grizzlies and you're like how bad can this thing get and then the second quarter rolled around and it was like hold my beer when I tell you that second quarter was bad especially for the Hawks it was bad especially for the Hawks uh, <laughs> but here's the thing the Hawks shot 11% in that second quarter Yes, that's not a typo. That's not a you, you, you heard me right, guys. Eleven percent in that second quarter. There were two of eighteen. And you think that the Grizzlies would run away with it? Nope. Nope. Not the Grizzlies. Not this Grizzlies. Not tonight. <laughs> they only scored two more points than the Hawks in the quarter. They yoked up some more threes. They shot ten more threes in the uh in the quarter and only made one of them, guys. So they followed up a 13% three-point shooting quarter with a 10% shooting quarter, uh, shooting 32% overall. Listen, it wasn't good basketball. I mean, we're not going to go back and forth. It wasn't good basketball in the first half. At halftime, the score was 37 to 40. And I was like, you know what? That... <laughs> They're lucky I'm covering this team. Like, if I didn't cover this team, I would have been checked out. I would have been checked out. Now, there's no disrespect. I hope y'all don't take that the wrong way. But uh, it just wasn't good basketball that first half, man. There was nothing really to really hang your hat on if for, for either team. For either team. Um, 
Yeah, so thirty-seven to forty in the uh, you know in the, in the first half, uh, Sharif uh, Cooper after the game said uh, Nate McMillan at, at halftime was just saying, "Look, man, they're 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 playing with more energy, and you don't want to be outworked. You don't want to be outworked." And third quarter, the Hawks came out, started to play a little bit better basketball, a little bit better basketball in that third quarter. I think both teams start to settle in a little bit. Um, as far as the shooting went, shooting was a little bit better on both sides of the ball. Um, Hawks shot 52% and 50% from three. Grizz got that thing up to 40 and 50%. So teams started to settle in a little bit and get things going. Desmond Bain for the Grizzlies had a pretty good quarter that third quarter. And I think that's the guy, uh, I think that's the guy, um, the commentator was talking about. Uh, uh, Bob was talking about was like he always has a good game against the Hawks, man. I don't the Desmond Bain guy like he just he just always has a good game against the Hawks, and he had 13 points in that quarter. Bogey got a little Bogey got going a little bit in that quarter as well. He had 11 for the quarter, made some threes, got things popping a little bit, and I was like, okay, we got little, we got ourselves a little ball game, right? We got ourselves a little ball game. And even though it was really not the best of games, you're taking it into the quarter, the fourth quarter, and things are still close. So um, after three, it's tied up 64 apiece. Then the fourth quarter, Coach Nate was just like, yo, I'm about to go all bench. Like the, the starters were done for the fourth quarter, all, all bench for the fourth quarter. Then you saw the Hawks um, – I don't know if you want to call him the baby core, <laughs> the baby core. Sharif Cooper, uh, Skyler Mays, and Jalen Johnson got a lot of burn. Sharif and Jalen played the whole fourth quarter. Um, Skyler played about half of that fourth quarter. Skyler came in and gave the Hawks some really, really good minutes. They talked about him on the broadcast. And uh, shout out to Renee Montgomery, y'all. I thought she did a great job filling in for Neek tonight. She's always high energy. I, I I loved it was a good listen. Like I liked listening to her tonight. Um but yeah, uh, back to the game. Uh the baby core of the Hawks, Skylar May, Sharif Cooper, um, Jalen Johnson, those guys gave him good minutes tonight. I, I thought Jalen Johnson, he didn't really do much as far as the stat sheet is concerned. I thought he was active, thought he was up and down, you know what I'm saying? He didn't really, you know, he didn't score. <laughs> he was over two. But he was uh, he was there, you know. He was up and down. Thought Sharif Cooper might have been the player of the game. Ten points in that fourth quarter really did a lot with pushing the pace, getting guys uh, in spots. And Sharif's a guy that nobody's going to stay in front of him. If he learns, like like once he learns the game and once he learns how to finish, once he learns uh, to have go to finishing moves. Um, He's going to be a problem, man. He is going to be a problem. But but the Hawks squeak out the victory 91 to 87. And on the other side, we're going to hear some, we're going to read some tweets that you guys had for us after the game. Uh, go over some quotes and we'll put this podcast in a pretty little bow and uh, we'll put it out for the masses. You listen to the Hawks Week Podcast, episode number three. It's your man's E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness, the official chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. 
If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, go see our guy, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hulk Suite Special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hulk's Beat sent you. That's Dow Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehulksbeat.com or call Dr. Rick 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Visit Dow Family Wellness. Tell them the Hulk's Beat sent you. All right, folks, third and the final segment here in the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode three of season eight of Shaman's E-Dub. Um, let's go and hear what you guys had to say after the game. Now, typically after the game, I asked um, Hawks fans, what were your thoughts after the game? Um, just because I like to hear from you guys. I like to hear from you guys. So let's pull up the Twitter. And again, uh, if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow us. Of, um, at Hawks Beat, and uh, we usually try to live tweet each game and like to interact with our folks. So, um, Mandy, Mandy H said, uh, it was at first, I guess he's meant to say it wasn't that good at first, but got good at the end. Um, let's see, Kevin Dowling ATL said, still can't believe we got Coop at 48, talking about the rookie Sharif Cooper. Uh, again, a lot of the, the talk was about Sharif Cooper tonight after the game. Um, Rice in my vein. I love that. I love that Twitter name. <laughs> it said uh, he had the, uh, the Colin. Who was that guy? Simon Cowell. He had the Simon Cowell gif um, saying brilliantly well done. Talking about Sharif Cooper as well. Um, Joshua Fletcher. He said three points. He said one. Okafer. Played his way onto the magic bench with a good effort tonight. John is so consistent at being good that it's boring. <laughs> Sharif Cooper uh, is the real deal. Thank you for all of those points, Ogfer. Um, I would say that the 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 jury's kind of still out, you know, between Ogfer and uh, the other big. I can't think of his name right now. Um, on that last and final spot, man, it's going to be a pivotal spot. Especially if Clint Capella misses any type of real time, then you're pretty much looking at your backup center. If you don't go uh, John Collins at the five or Gallo at the five, that which would be kind of my preference is having John play some small ball five, Gallo playing some small ball five. You could even throw Jalen Johnson in there doing the small ball five, but that's just my opinion. Um, he said John is so consistent at being good that it's boring. Kid, <laughs> I get it. I get it. John is Mr. Consistency, man. You know what you're going to get with him. And uh, it's a whole lot of consistency, <laughs> to say the least. Um, as far as what Nate had to say, um, <clears throat> and of course, you know, the talk was going to be uh, centered around Sharif Cooper. But just a few quotes from Nate tonight. Um, after the game, Nate said, uh, what was it? I had it on my notes. Talking about Sharif Cooper, he said, look, he said, I love the energy that he's bringing. He's scrappy. He's playing scrappy basketball. He's trying to make a statement. He's stepping up and he's not pacing himself. So he likes the the intensity 
that uh, Sharif is playing with, man. And uh, he went on to say again, he said, I love this pressure when he came into the game. He said, I, he said he thought he changed the tempo again tonight. So the second preseason game, uh, he said he made some big plays, good decisions with the basketball in his hand in the fourth quarter. He was really the difference in this game. So big words from Nate McMillan tonight on the rookie, Sharif Cooper. Uh, it was a good night for the kid, right? It's a good night for the kid. And again, I personally am not ready to thrust him into the backup point guard position. Like some of you guys, <laughs> but hey, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel, and I'm cool with it. You know, I just, you know, you you still have Delon Wright on this team. You still have Kevin Herter. You still have guys uh, that have NBA tape and that are NBA ready to put in that position. Sharif's gonna get there. I'm telling you, he's going to get there. But uh, as of now, I just, you know, I just rather stick with the vets. And I'll say this: Sharif's gonna kill it in the G League. All right, like you heard it here first. Like Sharif is going to kill it in the G League. He's going to put up some nice numbers. He's going to have some nice highlights. He's going to be fun in the G League, man. I'm telling you, because that game is going to mature a little bit quicker than people think. I'm telling you, it's going to mature a little bit quicker than people think. It's already matured a little bit quicker than I have thought already. And once he gets down there and can practice and play with every day with those guys uh, and separate himself, listen. By the time the all-star break is here, the Hawks don't have no choice but just to call him up and be like, yo, man, we just want to keep you up here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we might have to let one of these cats go and make room for you. So, um, yeah, man, it, it was just, you know, a good night for the kid. Uh, after the game, he said, my mindset was just to win at all costs. Uh, the fourth quarter, that's definitely closing time. So I definitely feel like I wanted to make a big impact on that and so that was um Sharif Cooper talking to the media after the game man so good night for the rook man um Skylar Mays also had a fantastic night I mentioned it a little bit earlier but I just wanted to reiterate um I really liked what I saw from Skylar um tonight as far as the minutes that he got and just playing and listen that little trio with, with Skylar and, and, and Cooper and Jalen, I don't know if you want to call him the the the, the uh, what did I call him earlier the baby the baby core or something I don't know maybe you can figure out something with with uh, I don't know but I really like what I saw out of those guys as far as tonight is concerned. So the upcoming week we have just um, Hawks get a few days off and they have another preseason and a final preseason game this Thursday night at seven o'clock. State Farm Arena, the Miami Heat will be in the building. Uh, typically, a lot of coaches like to use that last preseason game as kind of a dress rehearsal to see what it's going to look like. Um, we'll probably know by Wednesday what Nate plans on doing as far as strategy is concerned. Um, if he wants to trot Trey out there and, and see what he has for maybe like a half or so or trot um Clint Capella, I don't know. We don't know as of yet. It's still a little too early. Uh, once they start figuring out the game plan, we will see. So, again, this Thursday, State Farm Arena, the Miami Heat will be in the building for the final preseason game. And then, drum roll, please, we're playing with live bullets. Next Thursday, you know what it is, 730 Luca's going to be in the building. The Dallas Mavericks are going to be in the building. Trey is going to be in the building. 
and it's going to be fireworks. It's going to be fireworks opening night for all the marbles <laughs> for game one, right? I'm putting a whole lot on there just for one game. Super excited about this game. And, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a good time. And uh, it's going to be fireworks, man. You can guarantee that it's going to be fireworks. So, um, I'm trying to think. I think that is about it um, as far as the calendar is concerned. We did quotes. We got all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, again, thank you guys for checking out the Hawksbeat podcast. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate the love. Appreciate the the, the retweets and reshares. Go by Apple Podcasts. Rate the show real quick. It'll take you two minutes. We would greatly appreciate it. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love. Because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.